Hello everyone, welcome back to Johto Talk. Today we have rep cards. Alright, we're going to be talking about our recent haul that we had with Pokemon cards. And it was it was insane. I was not ready to spend like $500. I wasn't ready to spend $1,500, so... <laughs> yeah, so you, you threw your picture up of what you ended up getting yeah. on Instagram, and it was just... It was insane. It's something that... It was, I have never it was seen I've never seen that much Pokemon product in stores. Well, I don't think I've ever seen that. And just yeah. everything got dropped all at once. It was it was insane. So if you want to explain the the double stock. Oh yeah. So we had two Walmarts around here that are pretty close um, to us and we'll check and stuff. Last week, neither of them restocked at all. We thought that she was going to restock Saturday because pretty much we thought that they have to restock once a week. Not a thing, I guess, because we were there Saturday for like five, six hours, or I was and with some other people and just like walking around and like going outside, checking Best Buy, checking GameStop once they opened up and stuff like that. She never came by, so we're like, okay, maybe it'll be next week and she'll do a double restock. And apparently this happened at the other one. So I woke up at like five just naturally and just hung out for a bit and then went to stand in line and I think I got to the first Walmart at 6.30 in the morning and I was second in line. Um, and then maybe like 15 minutes after I got there, another guy showed up and then with five minutes before opening, another guy showed up that we know and then there was a mom, I guess, who wanted to grab some stuff so... She was behind us, and we let her grab some stuff, and I think she got some ETBs and some Pikachu V-Boxes. Um, but yeah, it was crazy. That one was a double restock. So there was, I think, I think only there, there was like maybe like five or six Hidden Fates tins, tons of Shining Fates, um, Premium Collections, ETBs, Mad Party Pink Collections, the tins, like everything except for the mini tins, which haven't come out yet. And then there was some Optic Football, which I was super excited about because I love the way those cards look and was super excited about finally being able to get that because the week before I thought I was going to get some, but turns out you could take at this Walmart two per SKU, so two per like type of each sport. Um, so if you do football, you could d grab like two blaster boxes, two packs, two hanger boxes, stuff like that instead of just two per sport, which is what I thought it was, but they changed it. But yeah, I was super excited about that. And that was just crazy. Then I went to go check another Walmart uh, real quick. Nothing there. Checked a Target. Nothing there. Came back. Dropped my stuff off. Was going to go up on a hike up north. So I was like, oh, I'll just go check the other Walmart. Uh, walked in. Didn't see any cards on there. Didn't look like they had restocked recently. And then, yeah. Was walking around, did a lap, just checked the toy section real quick, nothing there, and then was just walking back, and as I'm about to walk out, I see the vendor walk in, and I was just like, oh gosh, it's going down. <laughs> so I kind of ducked into the aisle, called you, called some other people, or texted some other people, and um, just to be like, hey, it's going down right now, if you can make it, come over right now. I know some of the guys that I was waiting with for five, six hours couldn't be able to make it because they were out of town or at work, um, but some of our friends were able to show up, and yeah, it was it was insane. I think that 
that restock was also a double restock and I think it had more than the other store which is just absolutely insane but yeah by the time she finished restocking which there was how many boxes would you say there were like six or something maybe even more than that like cases that she was yeah yeah I would say six to eight boxes of things that she was just unloading onto the shelf and it was crazy because the whole group of us sitting waiting in the aisle Uh, we're just like, oh, what does she have? What is that? Oh, what, what, what is she putting out now? Oh, she's putting out ETBs. Oh, oh, she's got six of them. No, no, dude, she's got eight. Oh, she's got ten of them. She's putting out ten. Oh, she's got six of this other Hidden Fates ETB. And then, oh, she's got a ton of tins. Oh, and there's boxes. Oh, and then she's got sports. And then, like, it is just, it just kept going. Yeah. We ended up waiting there for... 20 30 minutes maybe? yeah and, it was, she's and that was a, just straight up stocking time yeah and she's a fast restocker like she gets the job done i think so i was hanging out with um one of the other guys who showed up and was second since i was the first one there and i didn't see anybody else there not nobody in our group said that they were already there before me um but yeah i was hanging with him and all and i'd seen her stocking some of like the the vinyl cds in the back i want to say and yet apparently he saw her look down her aisle and saw us then turned around so i think she might have just been like okay let me just do the cards now while there's like no people here Mm -hmm. and yeah she's kind of she's super chill the only thing is if everybody's crowding around the card section or everybody's in the card section she'll either stop restocking or she just won't restock at all she just have to like stay back so i think when you were there, there was six or seven of Yeah, about I think six or six seven. six or seven, and you were fifth, I think, there. Yeah. Um, and so we were just hanging out in the closed section right by there, and, like, most people were kind of behind this wall and stuff. So it was hilarious watching people come in being like, oh, my God, I got here at the perfect time. I'm first in line for this restock. I'll be able to take everything because there's like, <laughs> there's no limit at either of the stores that I was able to hit up. Um, but yeah, then the, uh, I think it was Bryce would go out, tell them to be like, "Hey, uh, we got a line back there." And even after he did it the first time, uh, the vendor was just like, "Hey, there's line back there." And yeah, just seeing their face as they like start seeing a couple people and then like everybody else behind <laughs> the wall and just be like damn so i think by the end when she was done stocking there were 11 of us there yep we put everything in that like people wanted into a cart or multiple carts i think we had four carts worth of stuff and we went to the back so we would be out of the way and we just split it up evenly so pretty much everybody got yeah one etb if there are enough for everybody otherwise it would go to like for hidden fates there were eight so it went to the first eight people and yeah we kind of split up sports first Anything extra uh, that wouldn't wrap all the way around, we put to the side and had a draft at the end. But yeah, pretty much everything else just went through the list and was just like, do you want this? Yep. Okay. We'll take it. So it it was spread out evenly. No one was taking like everything. Yeah. We just distributed it amongst all the people that were waiting in line there at that day because if if no one like shared it at that point someone would just would have went out with everything all by themselves yeah and that's also how we did it at the other one but there was four of us there so it was kind of crazy yeah um versus the 11 we still got tons of stuff but yeah 
and then essentially had a draft at the end so put everything extra we did sports first and then we did pokemon after which a lot of people didn't want the extra Pokemon, which is kind of interesting because it was, was shiny Fate ETBs and Pikachu at, at the boxes. very end when people are going back over the last draft part and they're like, "Hey, we got uh, Pikachu V boxes. Who wants Pikachu V?" And everyone just kind of walked away. <laughs> I was like, yeah. "Oh, the fuck! Uh, yeah, I'll just, take one." They're like, "All right, yeah, cool." Shiny who want, Fates who want, packs. They're like, "Who wants another shiny Shining Fates Pikachu V box?" Everyone just continued to walk away. I was like, "I'll take it." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "All right, cool. I got one more Shining Fates Pikachu V box." I'm like. Just, all right, give it to me. I'll, yeah. I'll take them. I'd, if no one else is going to grab them, I will definitely take them. Uh, and that was the same with one or two of the other ETBs that they had. I was like, Jesus, yeah. what? Do people not want this anymore? Well, That's great, because yeah, I think I'm... a decent amount of the people there were scalpers. So. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. And I'm surprised they didn't take them. Yeah. But, I mean, a couple of them, the boxes were open, so I don't yeah. think that the scalpers could sell them. Or, I mean, they could, but... When the person would get their product and it's open, they'd be like, "Ooh, I don't this know if I, sketch. yeah, that seller might, I might give them bad like negative review yeah. or something." But yeah, it was it was an insane, <laughs> insane time. I spent like five hundred something dollars because I got like one, two, three, four, five, like four, five Shining Fates Pikachu V boxes. I think I got two premium collection boxes. So I think in total I got seven or eight Shining Fates Pikachu V boxes. I got two premium collection boxes, two Shining Fates tins. I think I got one Hidden Fates ETB, and I think three or four Shining Fates ETBs. And it was just, it, it was insane. There was so much there. And I think there was still a ton of Champion's Path uh double boxes there yeah, and I was like no, I, I and at that all. point I was like I I don't know if I have the money to pay for the rest of those so I just left them there I it, it was just so much already at that point if it was just a normal day and the only thing they had was double I would have definitely taken it to get something but I already had so much at that point that I wasn't expecting to get and then I just boom got it so <laughs> what did you get in total so I ended up getting three Hidden Fates ETBs, and then I traded one to you. I got three premium collections. Um, one, two, three, four, five Pikachu V boxes. A Candle Powers box, which you also got as well. Mm. Yeah. One, two, three. One, two, three. Five, six Shining Fates ETBs. Three tins. Two Vaporeon tins, which were just in the toy section. I just want to have... And I think that those, along with the Sylveon, all the rest of the Evolution tins, which they still need to make some for uh, Umbreon and Espeon, maybe for 25th anniversary they'll do that, because they're kind of not cool. really doing much for, like, Johto stuff. Um, that'll make a nice display with the EV Heroes uh, set box. Um, I got tons of sports, like, four Megas of Optic, one, two, three, four like six blasters of optic five hangers a bunch of packs and then hoops as well but yeah it was insane it was like that by far the best day yeah. i've ever had getting stuff and yeah that and this, was just the most ridiculous day yeah and and this isn't even like a thing where like you have to have a lot of money to get pokemon product even if you're just waiting in line you could like still get stuff it's just if 
you didn't have the money to buy what we did. You'd just buy like a couple of things instead. But yeah, luckily I <laughs> I had just gotten paid like the day before, and I didn't yeah. realize that I had just gotten paid. But who I was I was nervous for a little bit when I was checking out for like the five hundred dollar. Oh, I was like, oh, this is. I hope my card doesn't decline. I would feel really stupid. Uh, uh, and then it didn't luck or fortunately it, it did not decline, but Oh, it was, I was not expecting to spend $500 on Pokemon cards that morning. Yeah. And like that, what I got at the first one, like set my new, like highest total I've paid in a day for cards. And then the second one came pretty close, but also like one of the guys who, he was kind of complaining a bit, being like, if people don't want sports, they shouldn't grab sports. If people don't want Pokemon, they shouldn't grab Pokemon. But yet, I know that he's only there for sports. And maybe he resells the Pokemon, but he traded me for one NBA Hoops 2020-21 Blaster Box. He traded me two Shining Fates ETBs and a tin. So, like, that upped me on, like, paying stuff more. But, hey, I got more product. And for one Blaster of Hoops for, like, a not-great class, I was totally fine with that. And it was... Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was it was a huge haul. Uh, for for the people out there checking Walmart's and Targets, keep it up because you might get lucky like we did. Yeah, I, and at least at the very <clears throat> least, talk to people, even yeah. if they are scalpers, yeah. and you can like make nice with them. I know. Yeah, I, like I have connections with people, and they'll tell me when it's restocking yeah. at certain stores, and like I kind of help them a bit too here and there. But yeah, scalpers but, aren't yeah. going away anytime soon. So, you kind of got to play their game. I, yeah, I'd bit. say I don't burn any bridges, but at the same time, I guess keep them close enough where you might get some info. Yeah. Where if they're out checking stores, they're like, "Oh, hey, I really remember this uh, this nice guy that was really just trying to get Pokemon cards. I'll give him a call because this Walmart or Target's stocking currently. Yeah. And see if he wants to go grab some stuff. Uh, it's it's good to make a lot of friends and connections, and it'll help you get Pokemon cards in these crazy times. Yeah, at least to know what places have stocked. So if you, like, stop in and you see someone and you're just like, hey, I was here, they didn't have anything. Have you seen anything anywhere else? Then they'll tell you, and then you don't have to go to those stores. Yeah, it'll save gas money or travel expenses on getting from store to store if you don't have to hit the whole west side of the town. Yeah. It's, <laughs> if people have already hit it, it's the you know, it'll save you time, save you money. Yeah, and one of the big things is we did, like, everybody that showed up and was there by the time she finished stocking, everybody got a lot of stuff, even at where it was, like, 11 people there. Everybody still got a lot of stuff, and then someone showed up a bit late as we were handing out stuff, and we still gave them stuff. So, like, we're still trying to be generous in that way. Um, oh, yeah, we're definitely not seen... trying to take things from everyone else. It is... Yeah, no. If, if there are people there that want cards, they're going to get cards. Yeah. It's not like, um, I forgot who it was, but I saw a video, um, and this guy was waiting in line at a Walmart, and there had been people that had been there since open, essentially, or like an hour before open, and the, the first person there apparently was very nice and ended up giving his little brother or his son or whatever, um, any TV and some stuff. But the guy right behind her took all the optic and just put it in his cart. And they didn't even like split up with anybody or anything. And there's no limit in that store. <laughs> and just like, those are the people that suck. 
He yeah. should, like, they should have put everything in a cart like we do, and then you split it up yeah. amongst people. And I think that's a very good system if you're if you're out at a store and people look like they're just going to rush in and grab stuff and run. Uh, try and talk with them and see if you can get the first person in line to be like, hey, let's grab everything and then split it up evenly amongst all the people. It, I think it's a fair thing to do. Uh, but talk to people, see if, uh, see if we can get this system to be more of like a, a commonplace thing. It, it'd be nice because it, it, I think I was very pleased, uh, with how it worked. Uh, I don't yeah. think there are really any issues and there, there'll be a lot of people coming in and really just trying to get their stuff and get out like as fast as possible. But, I mean, it, it takes a little bit of time. But it's fair, and I think it should be more of a, a common place thing. But Definitely. that's that's pretty much it for our halls. Uh, yeah, it was crazy, but yeah, now I can like retire for like a couple weeks. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can sit back. Yeah, atop your your palace of Pokemon card boxes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, let, let's let's start talking about the new V tins that will be coming out. They just got announced. And I think they look pretty oh, stinking cool. I love the way they look. The, Even just like the tin art besides the Pokemon. I say on the, it the looks tin awesome. itself. Uh, so it's a, a Titar or a Tyranitar and uh, an Empoleon. So the cards are pretty decent. I mean, I like the Tyranitar one a little bit more. It, it looks cool just because I like Tyranitar a little bit better. <clears throat> but uh, the artwork on the tin itself is pretty freaking sweet. Titar is looking real strong. It looks like he's got a little sandstorm going, but it, it's just really cool. I like it. I think it's going to be... Uh, what? What Did they say what packs are in there? That's Battle Styles, right? Uh, so it doesn't say that it's Battle Styles only. These come out May 28th, so it'll probably be a mix of, like... It'll probably be, like, your regular tins where it's a mix of, like... It'll definitely have, might have one or late, two Battle some, Styles in it. It could have... I'd say you might have some Sword and Shield or some late... Uh, sun, sun and moon. moon yeah yeah so it'll probably be like that i'll definitely want to probably get at least two of these uh one to open then one to hold on to um just because yeah, yeah they uh, look awesome i think the tin is definitely something you could hold on to because it yeah. it, it just it, it looks cool it, it's a collectible honestly uh the empoleon uh, i don't know i, I wouldn't I, like pers- it. I, I wouldn't personally collect the empoleon in my personal collection yeah i would if i was gonna try well if i was going to collect one of the two as a long term like hold on to it because it makes me happy kind of thing mm-hmm. it would be the tyranitar because it's it's cool and i like tyranitar yeah uh, but I it kind of go either way but but it looks cool and i think the packs inside will be a lot of fun it'll be interesting to see what sets they are uh when this gets closer to actual release yeah if there's no battle styles i'll be kind of upset yeah yeah especially because it's a a single strike Tyranitar, I believe. And, yeah, and the Rapid and, Strike and the, Empoleon. Yeah, the Empoleon's Rapid Strike. Yeah, it's kind of cool that they chose the two Pokemon that have their alternate arts in battle styles for those tins, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. But yeah, then up next, uh, recently released stuff. Uh, so the first are kind of the reintroduction of the Pokeball tins. Oh, out. yeah, yeah. Um, so, so I thought I had a complete collection before. But I realized that I was missing the luxury ball. So I, uh, I got my Ultra Ball, Great Ball, Pokeball, Premier Ball, Dive Ball, Quick Ball, and Dark or Dusk Ball. Yeah. Uh, and I that I thought that was it, but 
apparently I was missing the luxury ball. Okay. And so now I gotta find the luxury ball. Yeah, luxury ball. But now they just released a new one. It is the level ball. And so now I, I need two balls left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I need them them two balls to complete my collection. Yeah, I haven't gotten <clears throat> any of these tins yet. Um, I don't think I... I mean, I wasn't back into it when they came out before. Um, but yeah, I, I'll definitely want to have these and uh, add it to the other ball that I got yeah. recently. I, I think So I think the tins are really cool and collectible as a, a tin itself. The cards inside aren't necessarily going to be very high quality, potentially. I mean... There's a lot of room for damage in there because the, the pack edges are all coiled up and crushed in there. And as far as like trying to pull like quality cards to potentially get graded, most likely you're not going to get those cards out of the, the ball tins. Yeah. It, it's just you're putting a square shape into a circular container. And then if it bounces around and stuff, it's going to get edge wear. It's going to have whitening. Uh, yeah, the yeah, you, you can have seen... some rough-looking cards coming out of these. Yeah, these there's tins. definitely a potential for it. <clears throat> I haven't seen in the people that have been opening up them up recently too much damage on them. But I mean, as far aren't... as the new ones, yes. they might be better. Because I know all the old ones that I've already had, they... They were XY evolutions mainly oh, in there, and though I mean maybe it was the the quality that they were just the quality control before. Yeah. But when I opened up those packs, they were not good. There was a ton of edge wear, and luckily I didn't pull any amazing like GX cards or uh, not GX. Are they GX cards? Yeah, GX. Yeah. Uh, I didn't pull any amazing GX cards out of there, so. It was. It made me feel better about. Or it might have been EX back then. Oh, EX. Yeah, I think sorry. EX was they they had XY. some Sun and Moon packs in there as well. Sun. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's so hard to remember exactly what packs they they had in there, but yeah. Yeah. The the Edgeware was a real thing back then. So hopefully the new ones won't have as much. Yeah. The but... packs are kind of trash though. Yeah. It's, uh, you get one base sword and shield, which solid. You can pull that full art Marnie. Uh, the I'm not the biggest Snorlax fan. VMAX yeah, is pretty nice. I'm not nice. a big fan of that set, though. Just I think it I has know. some nice cards. It's got Lapras in it. It's, it's got, a, it's got a few cool that, ones, but... but that's about it. Yeah. It, it's not like a Darkness Ablaze for me. Well, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have that true chase card in it. Uh, the other one's pretty bad. It's based Sun and Moon, which there's not, <laughs> there's not much going for that set. It's but, a good uh, thing I didn't have coffee in my mouth because I would have spit it out yeah. on you. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of excited to add all these because recently I got a different type of ball. And that oh, yeah. was the best kind of ball you can get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, uh, no pun yep. intended. That was um, the 25th anniversary, I, or it popped up as a notification on Reddit for me, like an hour after it went live on the Pokemon Center. I'm like, oh, there's no way I'm getting this, probably. But it is the Master Ball, the die-cast Master Ball, and it like fits perfectly in your hand. It's it looks heavy. really cool. It, it is, lights up. It is surprisingly heavy. It, like, I was not, when, when he placed it yeah. in my hand, I was like, whoa, this is... 
This has got some weight to it. Yeah, when uh, if you actually you had like to throw that and hit someone with it, you might hurt them. <laughs> yeah, you could you could potentially oh, kill someone with if you threw ball, it yeah. and hit him in the head. <laughs> this thing is tanky. <laughs> yeah, and it's pretty cool when you like touch the the button on it; it glows and everything. There's a That's stand cool. that'll like raise it up as you open the case. It's really really cool. And it has the 25th anniversary stamp on the box. And also, I was going through reading. It was $120 when they had them. And I was going through reading, and I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much worth it to get it now at that. And I was reading through, and it was like, there's only 5,000 of these that are going to be put out. And I was just like, ordered as quickly as I could to make sure I got one. I'm really starting to regret not yeah, getting it. Yeah, I was just like... It, when I, I mean, if, it was any, if they had any other options for balls, like a dusk ball... I would have jumped but on that. But it's a like master ball. It's well, the it's, best. No, it's still cool. And that's why I'm like kind of regretting not getting yeah. it now. Because like having held it in my hand is like, oh, this is a cool size. Because I yeah. didn't know how big it was going to be. Yeah. I didn't know if it was going to be the size of those uh, those Pokemon ball tins. Yeah. Where it's like significantly bigger. But the second I got it in my hand, I was like, oh, this is like a little bit smaller than a baseball. Yeah. And it's like, it's got a nice firm feel. It's heavy. And I was like, oh, god damn, I wish I ordered one back yeah then, but well, like you can too... try and get one now but now they're like 350 yeah, 400 dollars. Yeah. I, I don't know if i'd yeah i, I don't know if i'd want to order or buy in the secondary yeah. market right now it's very very expensive but i mean there probably won't be a time a good time to buy it as far yeah. as money wise it, it's probably only going to go up from this point but yeah no it, it looks really cool and i am happy for you that you got an amazing pokeball because that thing's that thing's badass yeah yeah i was super excited about that so one of the other things that came out recently uh was the so i believe last time we talked about the new binder that came out for the jumbo cards and now we have the first card pack which is for the gallery region starters oh yeah i still haven't been able to find one yet yeah when i went into gamestop to pick up a little bit more of the pre-orders we got um they had them and i was just like can I get one? And he was just like, yeah, we have a limit of one right, one per person right now. So I grabbed it. Pretty cool looking cards. I like them and they fit perfectly in that binder. Yeah. And then you also get two packs in it. Um, all, I still have to post those short videos of what I got in there, but it was, it was pretty nice. Yeah. 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 But yeah, <laughs> especially so the packs are vivid voltage and I believe it was base sword and shield. I want to say, okay. um, yeah, vivid. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just for the vivid voltage is awesome. I think it's ten dollars for the pack, so you get the three cards and two packs. So mm-hmm. even if you just think of it as five dollars per pack, it's still really nice. Yeah, um, it, but they're they're really cool though. Uh, eventually, when I find one, I need to get two. Yeah, I want to get two of each, so one I can open and have my binder full of all the promos in line, and then have I want to have one of each pack sealed, just because. I think that'll be cool as a collection on its own. I I think it'd be really cool. Maybe get it all framed and have like a nice backdrop. That'd be I think yeah. that'd be really sick for especially all 25th anniversary stuff. I think it'd make a nice uh showing piece as a collection. But what do you think about that? Yeah, definitely I'm going to make sure I get um one to open to have the cards and put them in the binder and then another pack to just be able to keep forever essentially and yeah i think it's like i love the artwork on the pack is really awesome yeah i'm definitely looking forward to just every month trying to go out and get them so i know that they have them at gamestop 
And they also have them at Target, I've seen. They might be getting them at Walmart soon, but I'm not I know. I know at Walmart, that. They the last time we were there, when I left all the Champions Path there on our big haul day, mm-hmm. uh, they they had a couple of binder, the binder ones yeah. with the Pikachus. Yeah. So I'd assume that, because oh, at that time, the Galar packs weren't out yet. But I'd assume next time they have like a big drop, they'll probably have those there. Yeah. So definitely... Y'all, if you're looking for them, keep your eyes open when you're at stores. Because this, it doesn't really look like a normal Pokemon product, like a typical Pokemon product. So people might overlook them and might leave them behind. So keep your eyes peeled. You might find one if you're looking to pick one up. Yeah, and especially if you're at, um, like, pretty much all targets are limited three items total. So, and Walmarts, some Walmarts will limit you on items and stuff, so they'll be around. Yeah, yeah, you, so you should, don't have to get you should there be right able to get away. them. Yeah. yeah, they shouldn't be too hard yeah, to get. It, yeah, because um, I mean, once people buy like one or two of them, like, there's not really a reason to buy any more than that because you're yeah. spending a lot of money, like price per pack wise, on these, and you only get two. So, yeah, to or as far as pack wise, but. But yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's move on to the the next thing. Is that uh, the Chilling Rain? Yes. So the new English set has been announced. It will come out in, there we go. believe it, June. So sometime uh, June 18th is officially, I guess, when it will come out. It got pushed back a month, I think, before they were trying to get out in May, but with printing issues and the pandemic and everything, they had to push it back like they had to do with Battle Styles. Um, But yeah, it looks, like, the logo looks pretty cool. It's gonna be, I think the main Pokemon they're saying is Calyrex. Calyrex is super cool, by the way. pretty cool, I just got to him in the DLC for uh, my Sword version, Yeah, and he, he fucked me up <laughs> it, it took like i tried to catch him and it was the the ghost version when he had his horse uh but he fucked me up so much and i was trying to catch him without a master ball and it took yeah. god i spent like a couple hours easily tr- like just fighting this guy down and then him steamrolling through once he knocked out one of my pokemon his special attack got boosted and then i'd, oh, I'd revive them and then he would just one shot everything yeah. and i was like how are you one-shotting my, like, my Corviknight, who's, like, level 90-something? I was like, how? That That is insane. It blew my mind. Uh, eventually, I had to Master Ball him. Uh, yeah. yeah. It was it was wild. <laughs> yeah. But, so this will be, uh, in terms of the Japanese sets, it'll be a combo of Maxless Fighters, and then the new sets Silver Lance and Jet Black Spirit. So we've seen a decent amount of the Matchless Fighter set list so far. Some of the big highlights are the Blaziken V&V Max. Oh yeah, that that's a really cool yeah. looking card. The Galarian Slowpokes. Those and, will be fun. Uh, the Galarian version of the Legendary Bird Trio. Oh yeah, I, I'm ready for that. Hopefully they'll put that in this set. I think they'll just kind of take some of the best cards in terms of the v- V&V Max and all that stuff, but... We haven't seen anything about what cards will be in Silver Lance and Jet Black Spirit as of yet, but um, hopefully they'll have some nice stuff in there. Yeah, uh, I think we'll when we when there's more information released, we'll definitely let you guys know uh, 
because it, it I think it's going to be a, an interesting thing to see what they have in there. Yeah, I think at worst we'll get booster boxes and then yeah. still probably be able to find it yeah. in the wild. But yeah, that I mean that's all that's always the hope. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, another thing that's going to be coming out is uh, I I'm very excited about this. Uh, Professor Willow in Pokemon Go, he is going to be uh, collaboration wise jumping in with uh the pokemon tcg he is going to be coming out as a pokemon card there hasn't really been any word yet on what kind of card it is or what card it might be or if there's going to be a few cards but i'm i'm excited about it i think it's going to be cool uh it would be i what i would like to see is a a long like big full art for him and that that would be that'd be cool. Like maybe if there's a few like normal, common, or like uncommon rarity for uh, like just normal Professor Willows, but then have a full art card where it is just super awesome art, and then have some sort of Pokemon Go reference in there as yeah. well. That would be that would be very cool because I, I personally love Pokemon Go so much. I have invested a shit ton of time into it. Some would argue way too much, <laughs> yeah. uh, but I have fun with it. And I would love to see an amazing, like, awesome full art come out. I I like the the crossover. It's I love it. It's two things that I love coming together and joining up. What are what are your opinions on this? Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. So we're gonna learn what the card is in late May, and yeah, I think it'll definitely we'll definitely get regular supporter cards. I think also you should get the full art trainer, uh, which will be pretty awesome. So what Pokey Beach is kind of saying is that I believe this is actually from the Pokemon Company is the card will be available this summer in regions around the world where the Pokemon TCG is sold and they're saying that it sounds like it might be sold within a product at stores so kind of as like a Professor Willow box or something like that. Yeah, It'll be so like this might be the promo. Yeah, card. so yeah, it might just be a promo card. It might be one that'll end up in like chilling or chilling rain, I guess, or whatever the set after that is going to be. But it'll be pretty interesting. I think it'll definitely be a awesome trainer card to get. And depending on the if this is like a, a one time thing, I definitely when this comes out. I want to get the finest quality version of this card and I want to get it graded because this is like a, a first where like a specific only video game character has come over into the trading card world for all Pokemon like and then I think that's super cool. I would love to get a graded version of this and have it on display. I think that would be super super cool. So I'm pumped about this. I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to get this thing now. <laughs> yeah, I think the only other like big crossover has been from like a video game is the the red, blue, and green cards like green that green's exploration. Oh yeah, was it like blue's determination or something like that? I think and so. Dreads something, but yeah, those cards are all awesome. Um, yeah. and I just have like the base cards for them, not the full arts, but yeah, I think it'll be something like that. It'll be pretty big. Yeah. Uh, so last last topic. Um, this will be, I guess, your opinions on Frosted Caribou's video and uh, the overall Pokemon community as a whole. Uh, so 
we'll, we'll give a little bit of backstory if you haven't seen Frosted Caribou's video. It is a pretty lengthy one. It's like 50 minutes long. Uh, I know you just kind of out of nowhere was like, hey, you need to watch this video. And I was like, all right, cool. Uh, when I had some spare time at work, I just tried to, to get it in all at once. Uh, watched it, and I thought it was very, very not... It, it was informative, but it was more of like a... It, it showed a lot of problems in, I guess, our community that uh, haven't really been talked about. I mean, obviously, like, in the social media environment, like, uh, where people are like, hey, I can't find stuff, or, like, as far as, like, finding Pokemon TCG products, uh, no one... Like, obviously, no one can find products, but no one's really talking about that. Uh, obviously, on Reddit or, like, TikTok or, like, Instagram and stuff, people are like, yeah, uh, I can't find product, I can't find product. But n no larger uh, YouTubers or influencers have really mentioned anything of the sort. And uh, a lot of top or points she brings up goes along the lines of them... Have essentially being sponsored and not being affected by any of this and kind of still flaunting like amazing hauls like mm -hmm. like what Reptar and I had purchased on our double stock day like YouTubers just throwing that out every single video they do yeah. like oh we're gonna open up all of this just and now doing, like four videos a week and it's just like how you keeping that going and yeah and it, it's it's like a whole unrealistic standard of pokemon card opening and it's pretty much set up an environment of where if you don't do that are you even opening up pokemon cards like mm -hmm. do you even know how to buy pokemon cards like it's it kind of sets up an unrealistic standard uh but she mentioned uh leon hart quite a bit who if you don't know leon hart he's one of the largest if not the largest pokemon card opener hey, on paul <laughs> on youtube but uh not not full-time pokemon opener but part-time oh pa yeah yes but uh him, yeah. he he uh I, I think being the largest one on the platform he has almost a responsibility to to be there for the community at least that's so that's what he portrays himself as is being there for the community mm -hmm. and then he ends up doing a lot of shady shit with like investor investors not pokemon investors but like people who are full-on stock market here for only money and then trying to have crossover there They're like yes obviously pokemon cards can be worth a lot of money but he i don't know i think he put the spotlight on the pokemon tcg so hard that every every investor or every person that's doing stock market stuff was like oh that's a viable thing for just making money off of and solely that they don't give a shit about pokemon itself they are literally there for the money and he made that spotlight on the pokemon tcg for those people like essentially a lot of scalpers like yeah this is a ton of money and so he did that with the one guy who ended up opening a fake booster box. Yeah, so that's, like, the only thing that I can point out wrong in her video. She takes a clip of, I think it's the Dumb Money uh, opening, where fucking Collectibles Guru 
uh, dude doesn't care about anything and definitely sells a lot of fake stuff. Um, he brought them a booster box that um, he was just like, oh yeah, everything's fine. It's been a, in a safe for a long time and everything. And Leon Hart was there just to, they had brought him in uh, just to kind of like confirm that everything was legit and everything and try and I guess help them give some evaluations of the cards, like what condition they're in, what he thinks that they might be worth and everything. Which really, you don't really need a person to do that. You just go on PSA or like eBay and you can look that up. It's not that tough. Yeah. So like literally anybody could do that. But um, yeah, so she kind of pointed out that, he, so the box was fake and we all kind of knew that based on how Collectibles Guru is acting. She showed one little clip of Leon Hart kind of being like, this one part when I look at it, it's okay with the booster box. But if you look at the whole thing, he's very questionable about it. Yeah. And I was just, and she said that he was kind of accepting that the box was okay. And I'm like, nope, that's the only thing that's really wrong with the video, in my opinion. But yeah, he was there to just kind of help out and everything. And that turns out the booster box was fake. Yeah. But and, yeah. But I think her her message was uh, her overall message, like condensing the fifty minutes down, was uh, YouTubers and influencers have almost a responsibility if you care about the community to watch out for the community and don't kind of like screw it over by trying to like not artificially inflate, but definitely inflate the hell out of what this actually is, which is a trading card uh, or like product like that and i don't know it i'd say definitely check it out it's it's a very interesting video um it brings up a lot of things that haven't really been talked about uh but going back to the leonhart stuff i i I think he polluted the pokemon tcg with the the investor side like where he was trying to bring in just a ton of money which made leonhart's collectibles that he already had worth a lot more now like before it all blew up which maybe is part of what he's been trying to do but uh i think another big issue that i have with uh leon hart is when he did the collaboration with logan paul that that's the only thing that guy's like he he brought one of the most toxic people on the youtube platform into the pokemon community with open arms and i mean you can kind of question like his motives as to why he would want to do it uh you can look at the subscriber count uh before and after uh he might have been trying to tap that market and get more views but at what cost uh at what cost are those views and those extra subscribers you like he he, yeah i if i were in his situation where i was being paid to open up pokemon cards and make videos for it i would want to have like my own personal credibility for myself and i would not want to ever tarnish that by doing a deal with one of the dirtiest people on the platform who exploits dead bodies and is really just an asshole, kind of like a big, a bro douchebag almost. 
and uh, I, I would want to stay as far away from people like that as possible. Uh, not to hide the community from, obviously, people like that, but, like, I, I wouldn't want to hide the Pokemon trading card world from anyone, but I would not want to be associated with those people at all. I would love for everyone to enjoy Pokemon trading cards, but I just would not want to associate my own self and like tarnish my reputation by dealing with a person like that or dealing with people who are only there for the money that are essentially scalpers or resellers. I just, I don't know. Uh, maybe that's just me having a little too much like self worth in like myself, but I don't know. I, I think he has a responsibility since he has such a large audience to, I don't know, do better for his audience. Yeah, I think that's, like... I mean, that was pretty long-winded, but... <laughs> oh, no, it's all good. Yeah, I think that's kind of, like, the issue I have with him as well as just going with Logan Paul and doing that stuff. Yeah. kind of sucks. I mean, he is giving back to the community by doing his 90s store and everything and making stuff affordable. If you can get that golden ticket, yeah. which we'll see how that... That whole scenario goes out about I how mean, you can get in and stuff, but... But that's, that's like, a giveaway video. He's looking to get more subscribers, more I people guess. interested, more value for his organization, more views on him. That's more money for him. It's almost like a win-win, potentially. I guess technically, but... Yeah, I feel like that's just a marketing move to create more of a hype. Like, everyone will be talking about the 90s store if they I have a chance at getting yeah. a, a vintage Pokemon card pack. Uh, I don't know. I, I think that's a calculated business move that he did. And, yeah. and where it, it is nice to, for those lucky few that potentially might get something back, but I don't know. Uh, I, I think it's a, a business move where he's more trying to think long-term and make money off of it. But... Not to say that that's a bad thing. I mean, people will get good stuff, but... Yeah, it's like he's kind of... I mean, I, he's I a YouTuber, yeah. essentially full-time, so yeah. he's got to be able to look out for that. I think everything that he does... I, I don't know. I've been paying more attention to uh, the, the rhetoric behind what he does, and I don't know. I just don't... I think he makes interesting content. It's fun content where a lot of people want to watch it, but... Yeah. I can always see behind, like, the, the shade that it's, like, definitely he's trying to make money off of everything, essentially. Like, his, his product that he puts out, his videos, he's definitely trying to make money. If he didn't well, care about the money, I think he wouldn't really care about, like, I need to open the most expensive set, or I need to open, like, a hundred of these packs that people can't even afford to buy one yeah yeah it's, it's i can like, see that but it's also like if you had access to those would you open them up maybe in time but i i, I would want to do something more i think when they have like a, a thumbnail being like i open up 10 grand worth of pokemon cards and stuff like mm. that that's where it's just like a little iffy yeah um but yeah i mean with him like doing this for money like yeah if you if, like, either of us could be, like, full-time YouTubers doing Pokemon stuff, hell, I mean, yeah. I mean, I would still do my other job, because I, I love that, and that's, like, my actual career. But, mm -hmm. yeah, that would be amazing. And yeah. so it's just, like, I don't, 
I don't blame him for really doing stuff where he's trying to grow his brand because everybody's trying to grow their brand the whole time. Yeah. The only thing I don't like is the Logan Paul stuff. That's that's yeah. really the only thing. He dipped I his... don't think he's by far the worst of the the top like five. I guess. Yeah. I think the one I have the most issue with is Pokey Rev. Mm. And how he was kind of doing those kind of like box breaks, breaks, essentially. So box breaks have been around for a while. They're more popular in sports and stuff, but it's pretty much where you like pay like a premium or whatever to get like a slot in like a box break or whatever. For him, it was packs. And usually you'll pay like, or the person uh, that's doing the break, they'll get like twice to three times the value of the stuff. And he was charging his fans like two to three times the value of packs, which was insane. So a box break itself is where you take like a booster box, which has 36 packs in it, and you sell each one of those packs to someone. Yeah, like what Logan Paul did. Yeah, essentially like that, uh, where you can, you'll end up paying like triple what the pack is actually worth. So say if they're... If there's a booster box where each pack is essentially worth $5, he might sell it for 15 or $20 for that one pack. And that's whatever you get in that pack is what you get. So you might end up paying like 20 something dollars for just a normal rare, which might not be worth anything. Uh, and realistically, you're not paying, or at least people that are paying for that stuff, aren't really paying for the pack. They're paying for the shout out. Which, they're, they they want their name to be mentioned by that person to potentially grow. You're you're not paying twenty dollars for the cards. You're paying for the shout out. I yeah. think essentially, and it's but that's still not worth it. And to do that yeah. to your fans and also make them to be able to be part of some of them, the ones where it's like not super old stuff where you need to have a shit ton of money to buy like a six hundred dollar pack that's usually like you can go on eBay and buy two for, for like two hundred dollars or whatever. Um I think they have they would have to pay like seven to ten dollars a month to be a subscriber to get in the subscriber openings and then that's more of the modern sets and you'll get like three packs or three different packs uh per like thing you buy. But yeah, I think he said in his video one of the main reasons is that he just has too much now and he would have to limit people and he doesn't want to do that and it's just like maybe he's actually starting to feel bad and maybe that's more of the reason but it could also very much be time wise um but he's still doing like the older booster boxes and everything and like tripling his money in one video right there and then he gets the views on top of that and then he also has his store which everything's like double to triple the value or like double to a bit more of it and it's just like it's almost like a paywall to participate with him yeah it's it's like oh if you want to you know if you want to be a good one of my good subscribers you're gonna pay me money and like so yeah so for he still has them available but for a sealed box of of pikachu v boxes so that's six pikachu v boxes you would have to pay $275. That is double the price of just Pikachu V-Boxes at MSRP. And I know that's kind of what the going rate, like Pikachu V-Boxes, I want to say, are like maybe $30 to $40 right now. Yeah. Which, I mean, that would be 180 to 240 so he's still doing that more, and that's just in his store, and he has so much stuff in his store. He's the one where I just take the most exception with, because I feel like he didn't, he seems like he enjoys it but definitely there's times where he's just like oh my god it seems like 
through his voice, he's like, I just kind of want to stop. But he's just like, oh, I got to make all the money and everything. And yeah. I mean, when he has his store and everything, that's where Leon Hart doesn't really have like a store where you can go buy stuff. Yeah. Besides like maybe merchandise. Mm-hmm. Like I know Max Melfo just has merchandise. He just has fun with stuff. He, yeah. And he, he also doesn't care. That's why he's my favorite of them. And then Twice Baked Jake. Awesome. The only thing where I think like Frosty Caribou would take exception with him is maybe his one where they're doing the investing in it. Yeah. And it's like $1,000 and then you go and you open stuff and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll show prices and stuff. But yeah. I think he's one of the better ones in terms of like getting info out and talking about all the sets and everything. Um but yeah. yeah, I don't think Leon Hart's the worst, but oh, definitely he could not do better. Worst. I mean, everybody. But, but can as do the, the like the head of everything in the Pokemon YouTube world, he's pretty much at the top, and I think he need. I don't know. I think he needs to hold himself to a higher standard. Um. Yeah, uh, that's. I mean, that's pretty much all I can say on that. I, I think some people with a very large following need to have higher standards for themselves and for the things that they put out because they're, it's not just them that they affect that it's everyone that they affect. Uh, that's my opinions on that. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, Uh, yeah, so, like, one of the other things is, like, just there not being enough out there right now in terms of product. Oh, and, yeah, as far as the shortage goes. Um, yeah, so I think that one of, like, the big things is has been the pandemic and then just them kind of shutting down printing for a while and stuff like that. And so I saw a tweet recently about, I think it happened in 2018, there was a 400% increase in demand for Pokemon in Japan. And so they had kind of a similar thing where they couldn't find stuff for a while. And then if you kind of look at what's going on there now, they are so, like, overstocked with stuff. Like, you can go and buy Single Strike, Rapid Strike. You can buy their version of Unified Minds, which I think is Miracle Twins. You can buy, like, a bunch of, like, the Team Up Era stuff, which I really love those. So I think one of the things you can look at is online you can buy those booster boxes for msrp at 45 dollars, and you get what is it like 120 cards or 150 cards in that mm-hmm. um i don't know what the pull rates are on them but essentially that's the same two of those would equal one english booster box so like i think it's worth it if you if you love those sets or if you can find a set that you love and go through the card list over there and see what it is and i mean I'm more about the artwork and just, like, the Pokemon themselves. I don't really care what the language is on it. Yeah. That if yeah, I can true. get that and be able to open up and get more team era, st- team up and tag team cards and stuff like that, I will definitely do that. And I'm kind of looking into getting some of those sent over here and opening them up in the future. Um, but, yeah, I think that's one of the ways people can go right now is as long as the shipping isn't horrendous, um then you can get that stuff at MSRP and be able to get fun sets. You can get uh, Signal Strike and Rapid Strike, I believe, still at MSRP for the Japanese sets. So So if you're out there and you're like 
us or if you're anything like us where you aren't looking to only open English sets, you can still obtain Japanese sets and Japanese sets are really cool. Or yeah. there's other languages that you can get as well. Like I know you can get Chinese, Chinese ones. Yep. There's uh I think there's Taiwanese as there's well. also Korean there's ones. German. Like there's just a ton of French, different languages Italian. and you might be able to find them for a very reasonable price at this point. Uh, so if you can't find stuff in stores, keep looking. You're going to get lucky at some point. Uh, and if you can't, like, you seriously can't find anything, or if you live in an overpopulated area like New York City or something, uh, check online for uh, sets in different languages. That I would, that I think that's a way to reasonably get product, not spend an arm and a leg getting it, and mm-hmm. I think you can have a lot of fun with it. I, I really like a lot of the, the artwork in the Japanese sets because there's a lot of cards in there that don't always translate over into the, the English sets. Mm-hmm. So you might have some gems where you're like, oh, I didn't even know they had this card. It, well, that was the last time it ever saw the, the light of day was in that set and never got reprinted into other sets. So check them out. I think it's, it's cool. Hopefully uh, the shortage will end in the next year. Uh, I, I'm hopeful, but if not, look for other, other languages. Yeah. And the Japanese sets, like their print quality is a lot better in terms of just like the look of the card and also just the centering, the edge wear and everything. Like, yeah, if you like send it into PSA, it's most likely going to be a 10 versus over here. You just don't know. So like just in terms of the quality of the cards itself, it's a lot better over there. So that's where I'm like, as long as I can still get stuff at MSRP over there and I kind of like here, I can't, I think a Unified Minds booster box is now at $300 (laughs) versus I can go get Miracle Twins, which is part of Unified Minds and get that for $45 for a booster box. So in English, that would be essentially like 90 bucks for a booster box versus paying 300 here instead. So it's just like. I'd rather do that. So, yeah, if, if stuff is getting too expensive in English, just look for, like, Japanese for the next one. Or if you speak another language, go to whichever language it is. And honestly, just, yeah, have fun with the sets. Yeah, no, for sure. Do do it for fun. Do it because you enjoy it. Yeah. But, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I think we're going we're gonna to end it there. Uh, if you'd like to give your outro. Awesome. Thank you guys for listening today. This has been Rep Cards. You can follow me on YouTube at Rep Cards, R-E-P-T Cards. And you can also find me on TikTok and Instagram under the same name. All right. But as always, have a good one. And I will catch y'all later.